You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. He said, there are paintings in museums all over the world of women with bodies just like yours. Welcome to another installment of what? Of the wild and wonderful Aussie Confidential. I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson, and today we have a one Ms. Trixie Fuleron, stage name for a Susan Burley, who grew up back in Virginia, living a fairly average existence, a fairly average marriage, moved to sunny California, living the life of a Silicon Valley wage slave. And then something happened. Everything 
fell apart. The marriage gone. The wage slavery gone. Which, under normal circumstances, doesn't sound so bad. But uh, she had to redefine herself and did so first as a burlesque performer, baby, and then beyond sex camming for fun and apparently profit. All at the age of almost 50. But hey, hey, let's have her tell it. What happened was this this girl came from Hawaii to make a, a film like a this guy was making small independent film. So that's where they met. Right. They met here and I think that's when this affair started right. and so I'm just like, "Oh, great. Have fun working mm-hmm. on the movie and mm-hmm. yay." You know. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "I'm going to go to Hawaii to work on this movie with mm-hmm. this guy." Mm-hmm. Because he saw the stuff I did on this one and he liked it, so I'm going to go and make this movie. I'm like, okay, great. That's wonderful. But what he was really doing was going to Hawaii to spend time with this girl. There was no movie. And so it's funny because, you know, people lie to themselves and start to believe their own lies. Oh, wait, did I mention that uh, the person he was having this affair with was half my age, half my size, very... uh, very, very, very much of an ego uh, blow, uh-huh. <laughs> having having to deal with that. It should have ended much, much sooner than it did, mm-hmm. but, you know, avoidance and denial are right. powerful, powerful things. The lying and lying and lying and lying. There were some pretty big lies yeah. in there. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, ah, you know, if, this, if, I, if we were business partners, yeah. we had a business together, and he was stealing money. I'd I'd have to, like, not be business partners with them anymore. And finally, I had to, like, either, you know, keep going on that road or decide to get off. So I decided to get off, and it was very difficult. It was very difficult. So now, now how did you get yourself into the performative kind of the burlesque world? My therapist. Tell me. He, uh, we were, you know, like, like... The marriage was was done and just kind of adjusting to that. And he's like, you know what I want you to do? I want you to take a class. Doesn't matter what it is, but something you're interested in, like something you've always wanted to do but never did, cooking class, rock climbing, whatever, Mm. language, whatever. Just do something outside of your normal thing. You... You know, there are lots of adult education classes. You could have taken French or saxophone or, or pottery. But but, but why, why burlesque? How, how was it that it ended up being burlesque? Mostly because uh, it, I, it, I, I remembered my friend was, you know, offering the class. And, you know, like my therapist had said, it was something that I'd always kind of wanted to do, but just never did. So I called her and she's like, you know what? I've got one slot left. It's all yours. And how old were you at this point? Oh, <clears throat> uh, let's not let's not let's not talk numbers. <laughs> let's. Well, let's... you're not older than me, so yeah. everybody's young. In okay, this world. I know. You know, and I shouldn't be ashamed of it because because really, I feel like me doing that. I was 45 when I started um, doing this, and uh, so I feel like I'm also representing women of a certain age who you know at a certain point in life where 
you know, my message that I'm trying to send is that ladies, ladies the party's ladies, not party's over, not party's over. you know, party's like, party's like we, we could just be getting started here. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, How much of a possibility is it that, that this happened because the burlesque class was mostly women? And it felt like a like a safe space. Yeah, that's a good point because that that really was you know it was a very safe safe place to be and and I did like that. Had you ever spent any time on stage before? No. Undressed? No. Okay. Not, not dressed or undressed. Okay. All right. So no no school plays nothing. No. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Very very shy. Okay. Like very. Behind the scenes, I'm just like, I don't want any attention. No attention. Don't look at me. Don't see me. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, so now, so now, what now? What starts to happen at, at the burlesque class? I mean, are you? Uh, so, so the, the the burlesque class is like you know, twelve weeks. Right. Um, and at the end, there's a performance. So now, what did you do for your first, your very first burlesque show? Uh, I did a cramp song. Which one? The way I walk. Yeah. Well, the way I walk. Because it was like the shortest. I was like, I'm going to find the shortest song right. possible. Right. I, think, <laughs> right. I think that song is like two minutes long. Okay. I was like, oh, perfect. Two minutes. I can okay. do two minutes. So now, but this was, you've gone from never being on stage before mm -hmm. to being completely, well, not completely, but, you know, majorly naked. Pretty stage. much, so. pretty much. And, 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 and I felt like, I felt like it was, it was, it was a cleansing thing because of the divorce and, and all of that. And I just, there were, there were so many people that I Friends of ours or knew acquaintances of ours. Peripherally. Like, and, and I was just like, ah, these people just know everything. These people know stuff about me that I just like felt invaded. And, and I was like, well, okay. So you've seen, you've seen my soul. Now here's everything else. Here you go. 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 It seems to me a major positive development. Did you re -re report this to the therapist and go, hey, look what where I am? Yeah, yeah. Great. And, he, you know, he, he was just like, yeah, that's great. Good. So now this, is this, did this end up changing the way you felt about your body? Uh, absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. How so? I had never really felt like I wanted to mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. my body. Mm -hmm. and, and this made me feel like, yeah, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, this is it. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm okay with it. Right. You, you, you may not be. It doesn't really matter. It's, right. it's, it's for me. You know, I just felt like my whole world had kind of collapsed. Yeah. You know, like everything I thought yeah. was so wasn't. Right. It just had kind of evaporated. And I was just like in this like free fall for, for a while. And uh, it took me a while to get my footing mm -hmm. back. Did this change your approach to your sexuality? I've I've often said mm -hmm. that burlesque was the gateway into pornography. <laughs> right. right. Because you know, once you're comfortable with yourself, then you know, then yeah, you're comfortable and less inhibited, and you know, and and the the way that I actually got into doing porn or mm -hmm. sex work mm -hmm. was um, there was a woman who worked at Kink. She actually still works there in uh, like the accounting finance office. Like Kink.com had several websites that you could be a member of 
and Kink Live was one of those uh, choices. And when I ran into her and uh, was, you know, just like, yeah, yeah, I gotta find, gotta find some work, gotta find something to do. And she was like, oh my god, why don't you just come down and start doing this? Because, you know, there's decent money in it, and you can start doing it. And yeah, why not? And so as I as I needed money, and that that opportunity was there. It's like, oh, well, I really don't have a problem with that, so why not? Once you go there, once you've done it, once you've been naked in front of people, it's not so difficult to continue to be naked in front of people, I guess. Do, do you think you, you think your ex has, has ever seen any of your work? I had been doing the, the Kink Live stuff for a little while before he uh, found out. And uh, he was uh, what, like in the art department, so the set building. And it's funny because I actually ended up working on one of the sets that he had built. <laughs> I know, right? I know. It's uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to call that. Is it is it justice retribution? Like I don't know. <laughs> I think Char I think Charlie Bronson used to call that justice. 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 So now, do, do they set you up from your laptop from home, or do you, you have to go they had or? they had the studio set up, so they had like four or five sets mm -hmm. that you could mm -hmm. you know you could go in mm -hmm. and do it there. They had all the equipment, mm -hmm. um, so that was easier in the beginning. Is it like an IT person who runs the computer, or is it actually they, you really typing on the computer? <clears throat> um, yeah, there's a computer there, um, and with the screen and everything. So not your computer, a computer. Yeah, a yeah. computer. Uh -huh. Yeah, so you're you're actually you know there's a computer there and you're interacting one on one, uh -huh. and then behind the scenes there are monitors and IT people and right, right, right. yeah they're all like monitoring to make sure the stream is going and uh, okay. everything is up and running. So your your shift say starts at eleven. You show up at eleven. You enter the room. You, log on. You, yeah. You yep. log, log on. So how how does it work with? with pay structure, right? People, I guess they have to pay to talk to you or can they watch you for so, free? Or? So it's set up so that you, you know, like like there's a public right. room. And then there's an option for the user to click into, there were like two options, like right. a private and then like a semi-private. Like it's a private, but other people can come in. So how do you keep the public people from seeing it? I guess the IT people do Yeah, this. that's that's when the, when the user clicks on, it goes into... Right. Like out of the public and into, into a private. Got it. One on one. So what? So now what happens in the private? <laughs> okay. Anything. Uh. Anything. This this guy is like, okay, how many dildos do you have? I said, oh, I've got a lot. Right, we've got a we've got a wide array of of dildos here. He's like, okay, get them all together. I said, okay. So he's like, okay, well, you put one in your ass, one in your mouth. And hold the rest of them in your arms, and then jump around. So he's like, "Okay, well, you'd put one in your pussy, one in your ass, like one jump, in your mouth, jump around like a basketball and hold the rest player." Of, yeah, yeah, just like just like hop, hop up, hop around in a circle, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm laughing. I'm just laughing at this because it's just, I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. I think. I think. You know, my, my problem with, with like <clears throat> strip clubs and a certain type of sex work, I, I remember I've identified with the stage performer for so long because mm -hmm. I've been doing stage stuff since I was like two that 
I could never get beyond that with with a strip club. In other words, the performative aspects, I could never get get beyond it, right? So it's like I always identified more with the people on stage and the people in the audience who who were buying what they used to call them pro fake wrestling kayfabe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're buying the act. So now mm-hmm. you're, you're, right, you're, right, so right. you're in the room, you're in front of a computer, you're doing it. Like, what's going on in, in your mind? You know, that it's funny that you say that because because a lot of the girls and a lot of the ones who made money were were doing like this like giving you know like like being that like porn person yeah and people and they bought it they bought it they bought it like every time i heard a girl giggle i'm just like oh really (laughs) and then you know and then i just hear like you know she's like ching 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 like (laughs) i'm just like ah really ah and you know so it just made me disappointed in men but it's like, oh, you guys yeah. are just, you know, Suckers. just, just suck it right up. I just believe <laughs> Do you ever meet any of the people that can't, your, your regulars in, in real, uh, IRL, in real life? I did, uh-huh. I did uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Because um, pretty much from, from like the first week right. that I was on, there was, there was one guy that he would come in and he would just like hang out, right. didn't really say anything. Yeah. Um, it would just hang out and like eventually started talking a little bit. And then he would come in and do privates. Right. Every like every day. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, oh, this is my bread and butter. Right. This is like, you know, right. this guy I, I like this guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yep. So he lives in Europe and we were just talking and uh he 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 liked me because I was older and could have a conversation, and he gave he gave me the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. Tell me. He said, "Trixie, there are paintings in museums all over the world of women with bodies just like yours." Yep. And I was like, "Ah, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, you put it that way. Uh, yeah." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I mean, it was like it was like. And he was paying for this privilege. This is great. It's like kind of a, a, rever- a reversal of the whole therapy thing. Yeah, it was right? just like, it was just like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so that was, that was just a beautiful compliment. And uh, so we were talking, and I said, well, you know, if you ever come to San Francisco, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. He was like, well, you know, I probably won't, but if you want to come here, yeah. I was like, there is absolutely nothing keeping me from doing that. So I said, yes, let's do that. Uh And he said, okay, great, I'll send you a ticket. And uh, so we planned it out, and and I went uh, there and stayed for a month, Uh which is kind of a a risky thing to do. Uh Most girls are like, oh, no, 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 you know, never, ever, ever meet any of them, never. Under any circumstances, yeah. I'm like I don't know. I feel like I feel like this guy. Like yeah. we talk every single day. Yeah. Like I know. Yeah. I, I I feel like I feel like it's okay. I feel like yeah. you know my gut is telling me that it's it's fine. And uh, so I went. Uh huh. Spent a month and 
was fantastic. It was great. So did he? Did he ever? Ask, did did they ever ask? Like inevitably, if, if people do. How did you two meet? Did they? Oh, we had a whole story concocted. For- <laughs> <laughs> what was the story? <laughs> because you know, because he's very, he's very proper. Like yeah. you see him, yeah. and and the the first thing that you think is not, oh, what a dirty perverted yeah. old man he yeah. is. You know, because he just is just like a, you know, it's just just a guy yeah. like doing minding his business and. You know, nobody would ever think what lies beneath. Right. So yeah, we had a whole story concocted of how we met, and like, like the first time I had, like, the first time someone actually said, "So, how did you meet?" And I had to, I had to go through the whole story. I could see him like kind of leaning back, listening. You know, and I'm just like, "Ah, did I get it right?" He's like, "Yeah, it sounded good." (laughs) What was like a business conference or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like some online like group that. So yeah. close enough to the truth to actually close be enough easy that to remember, yeah right? yeah it was it Without wasn't just like oh well you know I'm on this webcam where you know and you know he comes on and masturbates and <laughs> <laughs> what about what about your your family back in in Virginia or folks or folks uh, are they digging on the burlesque thing or do they not know or is it... like I I I I don't really I don't have any contact with my family like my father died like uh while I was still married and uh my mother died a few years ago and I probably hadn't spoken to her since my father died actually for historical reasons or had there been um had there been a riff of some No no I mean no riff really um you know, my my mother said something to me after my father died that made me think, why, why am I going back again and again for this same treatment from her when I don't have to? I'm just going to cut ties and be done. You know. What did she say? Uh, my father had come out. My father had been sick. So I tried to, you know, I said, Dad, why don't you just maybe come out here? There's like, you know, maybe better doctors out here. Maybe you could see someone out here. And uh, so my when my father died and I was back at home talking about, you know, the time that he was here, and my mother just says, well, you know, he didn't have a good time while he was out there. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, oh, well, that's, that's just about the meanest thing that you – could have said to me. I think I'm just done with, you know, things being said to me like this. So uh, I'm done. And that was kind of our relationship anyway. So now, now, so so coming from being freshly divorced to now, you know, do, <laughs> do, doing uh, sex camming, um, has your, you know, how far has your sense of you know, your place in space, how far has it gone? How far has it changed? Or, or, or was it the question of, you know, uncovering and discovering what was already there? I think that that's more accurate, uncovering mm-hmm. what had been covered up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like like with the burlesque and being on stage, it was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can, I can, I, I did. I feel good about that. So it was like the confidence confidence building confidence started coming back mm-hmm. you know because you know like i said the marriage probably should have ended like 5 6 years sooner than it did mm-hmm. you know and then so it was just a, a matter of spending a lot of years just like oh i just uh it's just easier to to not deal with this 
you know, and just suppressing and ignoring and denying. Um, and then once I was free of all that, like, I felt like I had come into my own. What would you tell your younger self about what you've learned? Uh, probably to, uh, to start doing these things earlier in life. Because because I've enjoyed like everything everything you know since you know, post divorce everything that I've done I've I've, I've not regretted anything and uh, you know only that well I should have been doing this years ago. And, and now the European guy is that is that like uh, that movie last year Marion Bot is that an ongoing thing does that continue or did that run its course? No, I'm 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 uh, planning a trip in June. So that's what five five years later, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and but now hold it. I mean, and just for clarification, you you are no longer a sex scammer, right? Yeah, I have a nine to five day job. I don't like it. I mean, I like it. I don't like I don't like working nine to five. I got this job and I cried for three days. Like I don't want to work. I want to work. It was the best job I ever had. If I if I'd been able to make. Uh, enough money to not have to worry about making sure I was, you know, bills were paid, then I, I wouldn't keep doing it. There you go. Sometimes it's that easy, or maybe not easy at all, depending on who you are, your vantage point on life, and your outlook on just about everything. But so it goes for Trixie Fularant. Happy or happy enough? Sometimes it's it's a little bit of the former and a lot of the latter. In any case, thank her for her time at Ozzy Confidential. Next up, Pericles Mostramos. He had a mother with dementia. Required a lot of adult care. Almost $100,000 worth a year by his estimation. How'd he do it? How'd he raise the money? Well, maybe something along the lines of international drug trafficking? Yeah, you make sense of it. Are you well? On next week's Ozzy Confidential. Ozzy Confidential is produced by who else? Me, Eugene S. Robinson. Executive produced by Rob Kulos. And mixed and engineered by Nick Johnson. And for more Ozzy Confidential, go to ozy.com slash confidential. Hush, hush.